everybody welcome to another episode of balance and water this is your girl balance and i'm here with my partner water and we're excited to be back we're gonna do current events this week um but before we start i am you sound more excited than i am i mean you're never really excited i'm always excited (laughs) okay let me keep that consistent please okay see you know i haven't heard your voice go that high in a long time that's good. What? Keep that up. So you sound excited <laughs> for that second. Whatever. So what have you been up to? Really? Shit. Working. <laughs> you know my answer is always going to be shit. Working. <laughs> that is it. I think that's pretty much all we can do. Um, I think mine was the same. Just work. And I find little joy by like going to Walmart. You know. Um, going up Walmart. and down. Yeah, I like going to the bike section. Um, trying to find things. In... Of course, I go to Walmart. It's no. like a, it's like a mall. You know, it's kind of exciting. You see some everything there. Um, nah. Is it because I'm good on Wild World? Is it because mm-hmm. you got kicked out of the one? Well, first of all, you didn't ever have to bring that up. I mean, I just okay. thought. I was. I just thought that that's. Yes, yeah, so I've been kicked out of a Walmart, but that has nothing to do with why I don't go to Walmart. I, mean, I don't like Walmart. I go into Target and I walk around in Target. You know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I like Target too. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not a Target closer to me. So it comes down to wanting to have some excitement in a store and then driving as well. So Walmart it is because that's literally like five minutes away. Target is like. 30, 30, a little bit more. Okay. So if I go to Target, mm-hmm. I gotta buy something. But if I go to Walmart, I don't have to. So you're going to Walmart for entertainment? Pretty much. But when I go to Target, <laughs> I'm going there for entertainment, but I'm gonna buy something for the travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it may be... It may be like a pack of cookies. It may be a shirt, but I'm going to find something and rationalize with myself that I need this. Mm-hmm. So. I don't need any reason to go to Target. <laughs> just, to, just to clear my mind is the reason. Which, <laughs> sec- enough. which section do you start out with first? Or do you just, wherever your feet take Starbucks. you? Starbucks. <laughs> That's the section. Starbucks. Okay. Is- I need my drink. For my experience. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, so as soon as so you I go get to Starbucks in. first, and then I usually, well, the, when I go to the, um, the wine is right there in the front. So I go over there, and then sometimes, well, now, since it's COVID, they don't, they don't have the fruit out. But you know the fruit that's supposed to be for the kids? I'll take a banana if I want it. Or tangerine. <laughs> I know it says it's for the kids, but bitch, my sugar is low, and I need something too. <laughs> so you, you go to stop. Are you eating the fruit in the store, like as you walk around to help? Ex- yeah, I'm not taking it. It's part of the thing. It's the experience. <laughs> I'm eating it when I get there. <laughs> um, when I'm in, the, yep, I am. 
I don't care what y'all say about me. And then I go to the cosmetics. Then I go to the shoe section. Then I may go to the clothing. Then I may go to the book area, see what books. I go everywhere. I'm everywhere. The home section, see what candles are. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere in Target. Just because. Yeah. I usually go in, the first place I go is the entertainment section because I love movies. I love collecting them. So I like to see what they got on sale, movies that I may want that I didn't know that they were selling now. Especially like black movies that came out in the 90s. It's rare that you'll find those at Target. But I still like to go and look. And then from there, I tend to just go wherever my feet take me. I do love their um, their home goods type section. You know, nice little mm-hmm. trinkets and stuff for the place. That's always fun. Um, it gives me creative vibes. And then once I get all my things in the buggy, um, I go to the clearance section to see what I can swap out and trade for a cheaper price. I'm mad at that. I'm mad you're trying to see what you're going to take and what you're not going to take. <laughs> because I technically didn't come in for all of that stuff. So if I'm going to buy it, I might as well try to get the cheapest price I can on similar items. I'll get that. Because because technically anything in Target is not really like cheap in my opinion. So if it's on sale, I'm still going to get it. it Target is not expensive. Huh? Huh? Target is not expensive. Girl, please. They are they up there with Publix. You go in there for not expensive. Um, are you like in denial or? Mm-mm. Publix is high as I'm hell. Not in Publix is not expensive. You go in for two items, you spend fifty dollars. That is expensive. You pick expensive items. It's the only option I had. No, Publix is not expensive. I I don't I hate when people say that. It is not expensive. It is very you much so expensive. Huh? It's very much expensive. Compared to well, like I, if you go to Aldi or if you go to Walmart yeah, like I don't go to them places. So that's why they're expensive. I, guess I would never know. Yeah, that's why cuz you're biased because that's I'm all, not going I'm not why would I go to Aldi and you can't even give me a fucking bag? Why am I going here? What am I walking into a store and you cannot give me a bag? They can if you I got if you got like ten cents. A bag? Are you serious? I mean, cause they're they're going green. I'll pay the I'll pay the extra two cents on whatever the item is in Target since y'all gonna give me a bag. You paying like an extra four dollars? Well. <laughs> I pay for convenience. I'm not bringing my own damn bag. I gotta run up in the store and I gotta carry my shit out in my hand. What kind of shit is that? You don't have why, to. Why do y'all think that that is okay? That you is don't, not okay. You don't have to. Uh, you can buy a bag. It's only like maybe five, ten cents, I think. But it's because they're going green because a lot of people don't really use bags and they just like have them just to have. So for me, like if you see a Who box around, use a bag. If you go buy something in a store, who told them that? I mean, I, I actually like the idea because at Walmart or wherever you go, they just be giving you bags and shit. And when I get home, I just got like a plethora of bags and I end up throwing them in the trash. But if I go to Aldi, I can take a box that they already have, pack all my shit in there, and I got one thing, that's it. I don't have all these 50, 11 bags. I'm good. So I think it's a great idea. Okay. 
Slap I don't. <laughs> I want a bag, and I don't want to have to pay for that shit. <laughs> You're paying for it, so, all right. <laughs> well, I don't want you to tell me I'm paying for it. Put it in the price. That's perfectly fine for me. <laughs> so you want to be... come tell me, give me an extra expense outside. I'm already about to spend money, and then you're going to tell me that's 35 cents because you bought bags. Bitch, what did you think I was going to do? Why are you selling items and not giving people bags? But like, yeah, but you can take the bags are actually really good bags. You can take them back and reuse them. That's what I used to do when I did buy bags. What? I would just hold on to I'm them and take them back. About, with I'm not thinking about reusing or storing the bag in my car. So I remember. I I'm just not that. I'm not that person. I pay for convenience. Okay, half the time I Instacart everything anyway. Drop that shit to my house. <laughs> drop that shit to the salon. I Instacarted something today to be dropped off at the salon tomorrow. <laughs> because I'm too lazy to go do it myself. I got too much stuff to do. Let, let somebody else do that for me and I'll pay the extra $5 for the delivery. All right, thanks. <laughs> See, I have to go in. I'm just, for one, I'm paranoid with people dropping off things for me. And then two, it's like, I'm a bargain shopper. It's just, I don't know, it's something I like to do. So even when I get one item, I want to see all the other items. I want to see the prices. I want to see what makes it different. If I can get the cheaper price. Cheap. That's not bargaining. That's cheap. I think I'm, I'm, what is it called? Frugal? Yeah, I think I'm frugal. I wouldn't say okay, I'm cheap. cheap. I'm, frugal. I'm just frugal. Same, just another adjective. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> cheap sounds so cheap sounds so broken i don't like it frugal sounds a little bit more like mm, a little bit better so that's what we're gonna <laughs> <Okay>. go with <laughs> oh my gosh but next okay, week okay what, what are the current events that we talking about anything that's going on in the world like you are like you ain't seeing shit we got the monica and brandy stuff going on tonight so with the verses, who you got, Monica or Brandy? Who do I prefer? Who you think gonna win? Because you know they they keep tallies at the end of each round or at the end of each song that each one plays. I think um, I think uh, Monica is gonna win. Yeah, I think Monica gonna blow her ass out the water. Not that I don't like Brandy. <laughs> not that I don't like Brandy at all. That's not what I'm saying. I think Brandy's a nice person. But when it comes to catalog, I just don't think Brandy has what Monica brings to the table. Now, who sings better? I may say slightly Brandy. Maybe when they were, you know, both doing the, the boys' mind and stuff like that when they had their singles. But when you look at Monica catalog, she never really kind of fell off. Brandy tried to transition with the 2000. I don't I don't see Monica falling off. I mean, none of them like since they're I mean, Monica hasn't had a hit a whole like thorough album in a long time. Neither of them have. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever listened to a whole Monica album ever. The only one but I listened I to that she has more more popular songs. Right. Than Brandy. And Brandy has a lot of popular songs. It's just that her songs to me were all in a certain time period. I agree. Like it was to me it was like in the first ten years of her career and then after that she hasn't really had like a hit like that since then. But with Monica she's had hits 
throughout the years. Right. I don't feel like she's had full body, good body of work when it comes to albums. I think both of them, when they first came out, their first album, A Piece, I think they were both good. They were very, they were both promising. But I think when you get to the new millennium, like when you got to the 2000 area, that's when things got kind of got sketchy for both of them trying to figure out where they stand instead of staying strictly R&B how they came out. They were trying to dive into the new millennium sounds, you know, the beats and stuff, how it changed instead of staying true to who they were. And I think that's when it changed from having like a full, like a whole album good. So the only album that I listened to all the way for Monica was um, the one with, I forgot what it's called, um, with So Gone on it. The one that Missy Elliott pretty much um, like kind of produced. Okay. That is the only album I listen to all the way through that I actually love and still love. And after that, it's just been sporadic songs here and there from Monica. Right. But her songs have been better than what Brandy has had. Right, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like Brandy's best work was earlier in her career and then kind of died. Like after all that scandal happened with her. I feel like what everything fell through. Like her not really being married to the boy, the child's father, when they were saying that they were married, they weren't oh, really married. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Then she she hit, she got in an accident and killed that woman. Yeah. Like all of the, after all of that happened, I feel like she kind of just, fell off and then like two years ago maybe a year or two ago she had that little situation um at a concert where she was i don't know if she was on something or maybe she was oh, fatigued very, yeah right then you have stuff like that yeah like like a mental breakdown or something so i just i wonder i mean if, she's been doing stuff because wasn't she on that that show that was on fox i never watched the show but i thought i thought i saw her once i um, thought i saw her once Queen latifah and memoir in or something I honestly she was didn't in see that. Or was it Empire? She was on something on Fox. Oh. So it's not she hasn't been doing stuff. She's been on the reality shows with Ray J and all of that. But musically, I don't think she's really been doing. And maybe she's been producing and we don't even know. She could be been writing for people right now and we don't even know. Right. And, and I don't know. I can't really remember. But with the verses, are they allowed to play music that um, they've written mm-hmm. for other people? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I just want to make sure but that it wasn't. They have some... enough songs that they don't have to. Because you remember when Babyface and Teddy Riley did there, they were doing a lot of other stuff. Right. They did stuff that they made, that they produced or wrote, and their own personal stuff. And I think that's another thing that people forget. Like, in the verses at this point, it's like people are just playing their music. Right. But I think you should open yourself to letting people know what else you have done. Right. Cause I, I think that's why I kind of forgot because the last one that I watched the last versus battle with Rick Ross and two chains, um, just mm-hmm. for time's sake, <clears throat> they've been doing better. Well, the overall verse has been doing better about, um, the time frame and actually having rounds because you remember when they first started, it was just playing music that I was in or that I wrote. It was just all over the place. It was going like five or six hours with the versus battle. But they've actually mm-hmm. made it more structured where, okay, each round, each person's going to play one song a piece. Then we're going to tally up who won that round. And you'll go maybe like 20 rounds or whatever. So that's pretty much 20 songs. 
Um, that way you can make sure the person you're going against, they can choose their best body of work, their best 20 songs, maybe the most popular or their best body of work for the, for the most part. And so, and they've also cut down on the whole song because initially they were playing the full song or almost the full song. Mm-hmm. Now they're just playing the verse. So that's why I was trying to remember, um, if that was a part of the rules for them to play a song that they produced because the two chains and Rick Ross battle, they would play a song, but they would only play their best verse from that song. If they were featured on a song that they were in, they would only play their verse that they were featured on whatever yeah, big I mean, song. I feel, like, I feel like rappers can do that. Like they can, they can play a song that they're featured on because sometimes just their <laughs> verse could be the best verse that's on that song. Right. Um, but for and like somebody like Brandy and Monica, I feel like they definitely should be showcasing stuff that they wrote. I mean, the, the verses that had um, uh, Neil and um, I'm forgetting Jonathan. I can't remember the man's name. But, you know, Neil has a lot of songs. Right. <clears throat> and that verses was basically just what they wrote for. I mean, he did his stuff, a little bit of his stuff too, because the other person is just a producer. Right. So they were doing it from a producer standpoint and they just, all the songs that they've written or produced and you're shocked because you're like, I didn't know, you know, that person, he did this song and he did that song. Right. So I think that they should do that, but I don't, you know, I don't know how much either one of them has been doing <laughs> Right. I think, um, honestly, I, I feel like, I'm. you know, I don't know for sure either, but I feel like both of them would write a lot for a lot of other, other people, people, especially R&B, because you have so many people in either Hollywood or Atlanta area that's always trying to up and come. And so, you know, you're always making money by selling songs to people and even like bigger stars. Ghostwriting is normal now in Hollywood. So... Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like they have been writing songs, but they may not have been the best voice for whatever song came about. Right. Just like I found, I just found out that the Goody song by Sierra, you remember that was a, a hot song when it first came out, but she just, um, she did an interview and she stated that that song was actually for Britney Spears. Initially. Whoever wrote it, wrote it with Britney in mind. Right. And, and a lot of times that happens. Like when people write music, they write it with the um with a particular artist in mind. And it may not necessarily go well for that artist, so then they give it to somebody else. Yeah, because I don't I don't they sell see a lot of beats. I mean beats travel around a yeah. lot. Right. I don't I didn't. I don't see Britney. I guess because I've heard it from Sierra. I don't see Britney singing that song at all. She could have. I don't think like even um the I'm a slave song. I don't think that was originally for Britney either. Oh yeah, and she got it. But now that you hear I'm a slave, could you have heard anybody else sing I'm a slave? No. No. But somebody else could have done it. Right. We just we already have it ingrained what it sounds like and the way that that person <laughs> did it. Yeah, right. you don't like when people start fucking with songs. <laughs> I don't. Don't remix it. <laughs> the only person who was able to do that and now he's canceled is Tory Lane. Like he did that album yeah. that he did was a well, almost great. Every last one of his albums have been pretty much like remixed or um, using older songs or other songs from R and B artists and just kind of putting he's his own spin on him and Tiana Taylor. Yeah, but his last album. 
really good. Yeah, I'm. You know, I've I've been with Tiana Taylor, or I've been a fan of her since she was younger, like in teens when nobody was really on her, and I still have her music. <laughs> but I think they're the only two artists that can do like remixing a, another song and make it good with their spin on it. Not like a Jacquees type where you take the whole freaking beat and you go over it the same way that the artist did. Like they may add a drum or two, they may add a tambourine, um, and they're going to put their spin on it. So you get their feel for how they're going to ride the beat. And that's one thing I like because it brings out their creativity. And I think, right. I think that's why I like, I don't really care for Jacquees like that because when he just takes other people's beats and go over it the same He's way. A yeah, like I just don't want to hear that it's same a beat. between copying a song and getting inspiration from a song. Right. And I think that's that's what like, makes it different. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't, I don't mind hearing a beat and like it giving me the feel of a song that I remember but you did something else with it. I'm okay with that. Right. If it's done in the right way. But you're not just going to take the whole song and sing it over and then talk <laughs> about you the king of R.B. Shut up. Right. You stole on people beat. You stole on people songs and got mad. Like, that's what's so funny because he legit got mad at, who was it? Um, Ella May. When he took that girl's song and it was and getting all the... she was like, leave my song alone. Yeah, like... <laughs> And he to my, Look, she, and you're not even taking an old song. That's still new. Right. And it was like, you did everything that she did just with your own words. So technically you're not being creative. And yeah, you need to pay that girl her money for that song. All of it. Yeah, because it's All like, it, you didn't do anything creative with that. You didn't, you didn't add, you didn't drop the beat. You didn't Give keep. Give me my money. Right. I'm glad. I was so happy when she took that off of everywhere. SoundCloud, YouTube, give me my song. <laughs> and I just did that. And, I, and the thing is, that song has been out for so long. And it's like, bruh, you, she she worked so hard to even get the, the shine for that song. Right. And now you just going to come and just take that over? You crazy. Go sit down somewhere, little boy. Right. And that's what he does with a lot of people's stuff. I wonder where he gets that from. Because when he was coming up, when he was still a teen, like it was all fine and dandy. Because you know how rappers do that too. They may take a hot song by a big time rapper and they'll just rap over it. But that's how they're trying to get their selves established. But once you make it and you have a certain status, that's when you make your own creativity. Because you don't have to steal someone's beat and then try to battle other rappers or, you know, small rappers and see who had the best verse. No one's really competing with an R&B song. Right. So, I, I, you know, I just want him to switch that up a little bit. Maybe take some notes. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't like it. What else is happening? Huh? What else is happening? What else is happening, to be honest? I want to get your opinion on... Um, this this what is it the Kenosha shooter? Is that how you pronounce it? Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenesha. Okay. However you pronounce so the, it, the Kenosha. White, the, the, the white boy who. Right. So one thing that you know it bothers me is that they are still trying to paint him out as a teen. Now, if you remember when the situation happened with Trayvon Martin, they labeled him as a thug and an adult. What is your take on, I mean, we already know what the media was going to do because of course he's Caucasian, 
But what is your take on his actions and have you seen what he did the week prior to the shooting? You mean when he had hit the girl or whatever? Mm -hmm. When he had gone into a fight with some girl? Right. Um, I mean, I don't have, I don't have any feeling about it in the sense of this is nothing new. Most of what 99% of the terrorists that are right here in the United States have all been young white males. Like all the mass shootings have been young white males. I don't see why we're surprised that he was able to walk down, um, walk down the street with the gun and nobody stopped him. Um, none, none of it surprises me anymore. Yeah, I mean... And the reality is him doing that is just going to make it easier for others and it's going to plant that thought in others' heads who or, or make people execute the way that they... If they had some sort of hesitation prior, he just gave them, you know, the motivation to go ahead and do it. Right. And it's it's crazy because it's like we knew that they got away with certain things, but for that to be so blatant, I think that's what's so surprising to me. Because I would think at least they're going to stop him, take the gun, and just frisk him or something. They legit did nothing. No, and I think it's also because there was so much chaos going on at the time. They did not know what was happening. Right. And but- if you look at he wasn't walking. Honestly, he was not walking in a um, frantic way or suspicious way. He was just walking. You know, so at that time, they may not even have seen him as a threat. And all they know is that they heard gunshots or whatever, and they were going to wherever they thought the action was at or whatever was happening was at, right? Um, but am I surprised that they, he was walking around? Like, no, that's not the first time in all of these um, these protests and riots and stuff that people have been walking around with their ARs. People have been doing it the whole time. Right, but he actually. I just don't know when black people are going to start doing it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think, I definitely think any protester should be armed at this point, you know, because, you know, you can peacefully walk all you want, but at this point, it's almost like you have to be prepared for self defense. Like, you have to Absolutely. utilize your Second Amendment because of situations like this. You're peacefully mm-hmm. protesting, and someone who is, in my eyes, was going hunting, is shooting at you. And you're scared from one, you have no protection, you're just free if he wants to shoot you. And I think that if someone would have been shooting back... Just imagine that this boy, um, he had all this stuff where, um, on his social media where he's, you know, promoting Trump and and he's saying all this stuff now. You know, of course, they go back on your social media to see everything that you, you're advocating for, right? right? And a week prior, he physically assaults, which seemed to me as a white girl. Mm-hmm. Then you come and you shoot and kill two white people. Right. So what exactly is your agenda? I'm confused well, because you know, do you just not like people, period? Because I thought it was about you trying to stop the blacks 
But now it seems like you just wanted to do something. You want? I mean, I know his his little quote on his Instagram. I think it was like, "I just want to be famous" or something like that. So I'm like, "Well, what is this?" Well, he was a dropout. And I don't understand why the media isn't blasting that because they love to blast, you know, anything negative that they can find on African-Americans. But he didn't even finish high school. So you got someone who didn't finish high school, who's always been an advocate for guns and everything. To me, he appears to be a thug. Yeah, so he has, this has nothing to do with white supremacy or racism or trying to, you know, exterminate black people. This is just somebody who took the opportunity to go down there and try to flex his shit because he has a big gun. That's all that. And and then the fact that he knew that he would get away with it. He felt like he was protecting his country or protecting the streets. But I, I, I don't believe that that's really protection when you drive over what what was it like 30, 40 miles to somewhere that you don't even stay. Yeah. I, I like, and from what I, from what I was, another whole thing is like you knew your child was going to do this, so I don't get that either. She's going to have to be arrested too, because from what the pictures that I was seeing, not sure if this is actually her or not, but it showed a woman that they allege is the mother, and she had her guns and her army fatigue as well. So it looked like two misfits. The dad, I seen a picture of him, and he don't look like he's worth shit either. So it appears like you got a bunch of nobodies in the world trying to be somebody. And with the way that the race world is going and them getting away with anything and everything, this is their time to make them feel like they're somebody, like they're doing some good in their mind or they're helping the country. Or if they support Trump, they're helping do the right thing from these people that are, you know, quote unquote, causing harm to um, these different places. But it's like, this protest wasn't deadly. He states that he was trying to protect damage, but or property damage. What property damage were you trying to protect? Because it wasn't yours. Because you didn't even stay there. You know, I may have. You didn't even. It's just. It's just. Yeah. Like you, you, you drive over 30, 40 miles to quote unquote. This is your excuse to protect property damage for that's not even yours. These go back to where why you ain't do that where you was at because ain't nobody protesting ain't no action over there this is the closest they've been to anything and and that's why it's so baffling it wasn't like a whole group out there with guns he even mentioned as he walked to the police he said he shot three people so how did he make it home because i mean if we if we walked out the house with a gun and we'll see my police we wouldn't have made it in back inside the house with the gun we wouldn't have made it down the street. At all. I think it would have been mm-hmm. chaos if they would have saw us with the gun. If it was one black person with a gun, I guarantee you they would have stopped that black person. But you have one young man with a gun shooting, and then police officers don't drive down to investigate because it was a barricade further down, and they could have driven up with the armored vehicles that they had. Um to figure out what was going on. They didn't even move. He walked to them. And I just just don't be surprised to see this happening, you know. I think it's going to it's going to be more of a bloodshed, I think. Um 
once these protesters start arming themselves, it's going to end up being a bloodshed. And it's going to be like little mini like World War threes in different places. Well, if that's what it's come to. Yeah, but he has... At this point, I'm okay with whatever happens just because you you can only keep... You can only keep um, yelling and screaming from the mountaintop, but for so much. Right. At some point, you're going to just have to come down the mountaintop mm-hmm. and just get dirty. You're mm-hmm. just going to have to. And if that's how this... I mean, there's no other way because... Oh, Lord. Yeah, I just... That's where we are. This is where America's at. Yeah, we got to figure out how to protest. That's weird. You got to figure out how to stay safe while protesting. I mean, it used to happen in the old days, but you never thought you were going to get shot by peacefully protesting. No, the most you were getting was holes down, the dogs, you know. Right. The dogs coming on you or the the baton from the police officers, you were never getting actually shot by. But you know what? They probably were. We don't even know. That's why I I could not be, I couldn't even have been raised in that time. But shit, what's the difference between there and then and now? I think the difference between, I think the difference between then and now is that now we have the ability to um, arm ourselves and actually kind of protect ourselves versus then it was kind of difficult to protect ourselves. It was like you knew you were going to go to jail. You couldn't have a gun. Yeah, but now you just know that you're going to die. Right. So I at least I, I can shoot take, back. I would take being. I would take going to jail. That's fine. I ain't gonna get beat and go to jail. Now I'm gonna shoot somebody. I'm gonna fight somebody. You can at least <laughs> fight back now. Back then you couldn't. You just gonna get your ass whooped and you're going to jail. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> yeah, but that was happening from the police. That was not even happening from like. You know what I'm saying? Before right. it was the police that were doing it. Now you got the police killing us and you got the white people right. out here fighting for whatever <laughs> they think is right. They feel and like they're the, the police. They own. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's too fucking much. Too much. Now, I am devastated because of Chadwick Bozeman. Right? Oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, I think I'm still in shock because I haven't cried yet. And I've actually like scrolled past any article about him, um, any videos about him. Like I scroll past fast. So I know right now I'm still in the phase where I know he's no longer here, but I'm not ready to actually see how great of a person he was face value on top of what I've already known. But just to hear his legacy, almost like with Nipsey. You know how when you pass away, all of your, you know, speaking events, all of the speeches that you gave that really show the person that you are, I, I'm not ready to see them. Because it's, I just don't know why, why he had to go this way. I'll never know what God's purpose was. I'm pretty sure he fulfilled his destiny and his time on earth, but he legit was the African-American hero in acting when it comes to the roles that he played and majority of his roles, if not all were like African-American, African-American pillars or heroes, whether it was in athletics, whether it was in like the legal system, whatever. 
every role he paid, he played had some type of meaning behind it. And I think that's what bothers me the most. I think he, he specifically made sure that he chose roles that would have a lasting impression. Um, and he probably was even more specific when he found out that he was sick because it's like, I don't get, I, don't, I won't get the opportunity. If I don't get out of this, I don't get the opportunity to have a do-over. I don't have a whole life of, of work that I'm going to get to do. Right. So whenever he did, whenever he was diagnosed, I'm sure his, um, he chose the roles that were going to be long lasting for him right. and his legacy. And it's just, it's just crazy. Which is, which is what bothers me. I think the most about everything. If you think for four years, everything has, was strategically done with the with knowing that I'm gonna die right whether he chose to live his he clearly didn't choose to live his life that way which is why I feel he didn't say anything or he didn't make it public but you know that everything that was done was with the mindset of I gotta give my all because I'm gonna die. Right. And it's crazy how no one knew. And just like scrolling past the different videos and different things um that people post with him, like pictures, you can see, you can now compare and see the the change in his body. But it was unnoticeable back unnoticeable for the past four years even with the black panther he looked normal but then when you look at him at the award shows after the black panther you see him slowly he's trimmer but you didn't notice that before a lot of people were just thinking that maybe you know based on roles you know like certain roles you gotta gain weight you gotta lose weight you know actors physically change their bodies for so many things for all, all types of stuff right so you you had you would not have known and there there was never any talk of him being sick so if there was then you would be able to say oh he's losing weight because of cancer oh he probably having treatment you know but you right. couldn't even say that we had nothing to go off of right and what do you think is going to happen when it comes to who may play the Black Panther because you know the Black Panther has like I don't want the I don't want them to play I don't want anybody to play him. I don't want them to continue I, I want them to they can do a second Black Panther but I think that they just need to focus on one of the other characters. <laughs> I think because there's no replacing him. I don't want to see anybody else be that. Right. And, and honestly, out of all of the black actors that we have, who really wants to take that role? Who wants to take over the role of the dead guy? <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wanted to take over, um, what's his name's role in, in the Fast and Furious? Oh, yeah. Nobody wanted to take over, uh, Heath Ledger in, in, um, Joker. In uh, the, Batman, uh, was Batman, Joker, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to take that over? Nobody. I wouldn't want that. I don't care how much you pay me. 
let that man legacy be what it was and then we could just find a way to spin this and or don't give me nothing at all <laughs> I'm okay with that too you know I don't do well with um I don't do well with like somebody coming in after so I don't I don't do well with that. I don't like it yeah because I only see one person I think one thing that bothered me, especially like with the Spider-Man series, not sure if you're a fan of Marvel or whatever, but they've had like three three different series of Spider-Man with three different Spider-Mans. And all of them are totally different in regards to their personality and how they portray to be Spider-Man. And so... Exactly. And uh, see, but, but none of them were dead. None of them died and they had to replace, right? Right. They were just doing like even i think in the jokers right they've always right. had a different joker too right right okay i'm okay but, but i don't even like that but that's what i'm saying i don't even like that because it's like once you get a visual of a spider-man this is how you're going to see spider-man moving forward because he's already started it now right like now you have these three different ones and now when i see spider-man i'm looking at this spider-man the newer one i'm like he's not the same as the last spider-man and that's the only person right. I want to see play that role. So it's like, I don't see how they could spin this or make someone else play his role as king. The only yeah, that's thing... That's why I say he doesn't. They don't need to spin it. They don't need to... I think... Um, I, I, got, I, heard, I, I did repost something that somebody was like, just do a memorial for him in the beginning mm-hmm. and kind of like what turn, turn Michael B. Jordan's character into somebody good and let him take over the spot of Black Panther. Okay, I'm okay with that. I've seen them say, let the sisters Siri. become the focus. Zuri, I mean. mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, too. But y'all not about to put nobody else in that Black Panther um, uniform, okay? But- it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. I don't like it. I don't want it. Yeah, I, I, they, can't, they can't recast him and just pick up on the Black Panther like nothing ever happened to, you know, Chadwick. That's what I don't want to see. Even think about it, like, as a producer, right? Say they bring back everybody on set. Mm-hmm. Say they bring back all the producers, all the directors. You guys already know what it felt like to have Chadwick, right? Right. And I feel like they're going to be critiquing the new Black Panther based upon that. Right. Based upon what they've already did with Chadwick so it's like how how do you get somebody to act like how the last person acted you can't right and you're gonna have high expectations for him they never even casted that role they never had auditions for the Black Panther they chose him they called him and said we want you to be the Black Panther there was no auditions for that role so you can't even say oh well so-and-so had audition and he did really well or who were the last two and we could use no. There was nobody else. <laughs> nobody ever auditioned for that role. How you replace that? Right, and that, okay. and I, and all I see is him playing this role because he started out with it um, in the Captain America Civil War. So yeah, I don't really know what they're gonna do moving forward in regards to um, trying to fill that role because at the end of the day, his role is kind of irreplaceable. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like they need to just leave it alone. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know everybody's gonna want to have a Black Panther, and but no, 
we don't we don't need a two. One was good enough, and we they weren't doing two until 2089 anyway. So we can just not have it. I'm okay with that. 2089. It was like forever. It wasn't. It was supposed out for a to be like next, like 22. So not next year, but the year after. Right. It didn't even have the script completed. So mm. don't even don't complete it. <laughs> They're gonna have to because the other Marvel movies depend on it. There's like it goes in certain orders because they all mm-hmm. intertwine. So. I guess. I'm not into the, the stuff. Any. I really only, let me not say that, don't make me sound bad. Go ahead and say. Say what you want to say. It's a free country. I was going to say, the only reason I went and saw Black Panther is because it came out on my birthday, so it was perfect. I had a whole Black Panther thing. So. <laughs> if it wasn't for being on my birthday, I don't, I'm not into movies like that, so. Clearly. Um, or like Marvel or, or what is it, DC, whatever stuff. I'm not into that stuff. But, you know, it was a black movement. It was my birthday. And so let's do this. That's the only real reason. Understood. But I respected him before that. It wasn't just because of Black right. Panther. So. Right. I can understand that. I can respect that. Well, that's all I had to talk about in regards to hot topics. That's the only thing that's really been like. Big time. Um, can we talk about no? I before we got on this call, I see that Nisha Nash is a whole lesbian now. Oh, I was gonna hold on. Give me just a sec. So yes, Nisi Nash. Um, I guess congrats are in order for her. Um, she just got married to her yeah. wife. I um, don't. I don't have no. <laughs> No, I. Um, when you get to a certain age, I, I really just want to know, like, if you just like, you know, I've had dick all my life. Maybe I just want some pussy now. I think I think that's exactly. I mean, listen, this is this lady's business. You understand? She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she wants. Um, you know, whatever that love is, love wins shit. I don't, I don't, whatever. <laughs> I just don't feel like this situation. Like I don't feel like she's trying to say she a lesbian. I believe that she it she had two marriages, it ain't work. Right. And this bitch caught her eye and now all of a sudden she is into this woman. Right. So because I, I don't So you don't think they should be getting married, is what you're saying. I'm so sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so and tired of people just all of a sudden wanting to be gay. This is going to sound horrible when I say it. Fine. I just don't get it. And whether she was into women before, maybe we just don't know. And I just, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know if this is a fad. I don't know if she said, you know, I'm going to make this work because maybe I'm more compatible with a woman. Because I honestly thought her and her husband were the second husband were were well. They were doing good. I remember they had their own like little TV show, um, like a reality type show of them, and they seemed really good. So when they got the divorce, I was actually kind of shocked about that. 
Um, and then it honestly feels kind of like soon for her to get remarried again, even though it's to a woman. Um, it feels like maybe I could be wrong, but it feels like just last year, she just got the divorce from her husband. So she did. So it was last year. Because she, they could have been separated for a while and we just didn't know. Like, Divorces are not like, oh, they just ended it that day. Right. It could have been done. Right. And I just seen, like, because, of course, I'm one of those people where I try to find the person in their Instagram, which I did. Um, it showed that maybe she was on the show, um, Claws, which Niecy Nash is one of the main characters. So I don't know if that's how they met, which I would assume they would if that is indeed true. Um. But it's just kind of weird. Like, I, I just, I didn't see that in Nisi. It shocked me. It, it it shocked me. I don't know. I just, it just, and the girl, you know, she may be very, very sweet. Her wife may be very, very sweet. But I don't even see that being Nisi Nash's type. What you saying? Her wife seems what? Very sweet. She seems like a nice lady. I just, mm, it's just a bit awkward for me. So you, you divorced, mm, you know, I'm just going to say a lot of politically incorrect things, so I'm going to leave it alone. Because <laughs> I just don't understand how you divorce two men and then pick up a woman that wants to be a man. I don't get it. Right. I mean, I just so, see. Now, she ain't got like, you know, like a lipstick lesbian and I'd have been like, oh, okay. All right. I guess. Right. You wanted to like really get into girls. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you chose. But it's your decision. You do what you you know what you see? You are fifty something years old. Enjoy your life, okay? Right. Just don't try to get me don't try to convince me you a lesbian now. Because I'm not convinced. Right. I, I'm not completely sold that she's a full blown lesbian. But maybe she may be compatible with a woman. Maybe, you know, a woman make her, allows her to be who she wants to be without any issues. I don't know. Okay. That's the only thing I can come up with because it does seem very odd at this age in the game that now you find yourself wanting wanting a woman. Or is it a situation where she's now settling? Like, okay, I've had two guys... Now I have to be compatible with a woman. You know, she and I may not have had any issues, so I think that I'm good here. Mm. Like, I'm just going to get married and this is going to be it. We're cool. We can both go shopping together. We can buy pads and tampons. You know, we can split the bill. Mm -hmm. They don't wear tampons. What? (laughs) (laughs) from what I've been told that lesbians who are more masculine don't wear tampons they don't like insert anything well what are they wearing pads inside of their boxes Girl, girl, <laughs> don't girl me. I didn't make the rules. So they have the period underwear, and then the boxes on top of them, and then they're 
No, no, no. Boxer brief had on the inside. No need for the hole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I've heard this from multiple masculine females. I just... I don't like to really use the other word for them. So, yeah. The mas- more masculine one. That's what I've heard. I just, because I thought they were going to use a tampon. That's what I thought. I mean, because it's, it's not even no, that No, they don't big. like penetration. It's not, it's not even that, like, it's not bad. It's, I don't even consider it, like, real penetration. That is still the insertion of something. Okay, that's why we need to just mind our business and stay on our heterosexual <laughs> side. That's what we need to do. We just gonna end that right there. Y'all can go ask all y'all lesbian friends or, um, you know, ask them the question. You're not gonna get all your knowledge from me. You're you ain't not. gonna you ain't gonna get it from neither one of us. I'm just as shocked as probably everybody else. Listen, I'm just gonna mind my business. I just want to know. Here. If somebody that happens to be a more masculine um, female and is a lesbian, I would like to know. So you can email at balanceandwater@yahoo.com. You can personally DM me at Ariel um, Durant on Instagram, or you can personally DM us on um, balanceandwater at balanceandwater on Instagram um, because I really like to know. And get a better understanding because I've never thought to ask that. I just assumed that it was a tampon, but I, I do now need clarification. Um, if you wouldn't would be so kind enough to like help us out because it's clear that we don't really know, um, and we don't want to think the wrong thing. So we'd appreciate it if someone, anyone, could um help us. Cool. Cool. Okay. Oh yeah, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. Balance and Water, subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you think. Um, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play. Um, you got any questions or anything? Um, what's your name? Yeah. Water? Okay, because we're going to end that because now my <laughs> mind is racing a million times and I need answers. I need yeah, answers and I need them. Right? Yeah, I got questions. I'm probably going to have to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode next week. Bye. Bye.